0: I'm Haley and I'm Amanda and, and we're, we're Haley and Amanda and you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. Hey, you can call us lazy or creative. You're right because we have named our podcast our real name. <laughs> it's our names. Okay, can I just say one thing? That Haley and I have played music together for how many years now? I used to. It was twelve, like ten years ago.
1: All right, so seventeen. <laughs>
0: So we've been (laughs) playing music for a long time, and we have a band called Sister, the band. But before that, we would just play as an acoustic duo all the time, and we were called just Haley Haley and Amanda. Amanda. So before every show, we would play at restaurants or whatever. We would say, I'm Haley. I'm Amanda. And and we're Haley and Amanda. Amanda. Call us lazy or creative. You're You're right. right. Because it's our band name. And, and our, our real <laughs> names. <laughs> and now yet again, it's our
1: podcast. Yet again, we're using the same stuff we always do. But you know what's really funny, too, is we tried to think of a band name, and we couldn't. Number one, because... Wait, when wait our when first band name idea. Sh- when you're trying to think of stuff that's meaningful, it's, it's cheesy. It's so cheesy. But wait, no, what was the And band? second... It's probably Taken. No, and yeah, we came up with good people. Oh, yeah. We so were we would be, say, I'm Haley. I'm Amanda. And, and we're, we're good, good people.
0: people.
1: Yeah. And it, it was, was taken. taken. Yeah. And I we like, we said
0: it for a lot of shows. <laughs> okay. So then we went to our names, because who has our names but
1: us? Mm-mm. A and lot of people. Thank the, <laughs> thank the Lord that they spelled mine weird. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad. But I think...
0: A podcast episode, that's Haley and Amanda, isn't a podcast episode, if not, with our pledge.
1: Aww. Ready to pledge your allegiance to me, Yale? Lord, am I. <laughs> Every day, all, all day. day, er-day, er I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America,
0: and rarely in public is where we stand. One, One friendship, prayer. under God. God, indivisible, live purdy, and just us for all. And by God, it is just us for all again
1: this week. Oh my gosh, I love talking to you. And I love hearing you talk to me. So it's perfect. All right, it's all about you Ooh. for all. <laughs> you said, I love hearing you talk to me. Oh, I guess that is kind of about you. <laughs> about you. About me. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
0: um, so we're we're here again today together. And I'm actually very excited about this because Haley and I are talking about things today that are really important to us. And I thought it was a really fun episode last week where we dove into our Enneagram types. So if you didn't listen to that, it, it's really fun to kind of learn more about what Enneagram types we are, but also hopefully it encourages people to go
1: figure out theirs. Yeah. And... I would like to say that one person responded in our stories about how compatible are you with your friends. And he responded, I hate them and (laughs) they hate me. (laughs) And I just want to put it out there that um, you guys shouldn't be friends. I had several people because I
0: reposted the story when you said I was a type three on our Instagram stories at Haley and Amanda um, I reposted it to my personal Instagram, and several people uh, messaged me, DM'd me, and said, I'm a 3-2. Aw, uh, what's a 3-2? A 3-2 <laughs> is um, <laughs> type 32, which is
1: <laughs> the arrogant. Haley Ryan. 32, it doesn't exist. I just made it up. I know,
0: but you're saying I'm uh, ar- being arrogant. No. But it
1: was kind of cool to hear people talk about what types they were. Yes, and I I want to say that. If you are compatible with your friends, you will be having meaningful conversations. So, yes, Amanda and I have an extremely silly side to us, and we love to laugh and be playful, but we also love to talk about things that matter to us. Oh, nitty-gritty. Getting
0: nitty-gritty. And so we're going to talk about things that are important Mm to us today. Before we get started... Haley, do you
1: have any life updates for us? Anything going on with you? New? Interesting? I feel like Worth the fact that mentioning? you asked me should mean that I do have something that I should be like pulling out and sharing with the world. But no, I was just asking. No, I, I don't. Well, I mean, our couch to 5k workout
0: regimen. We and
1: are on week eight, which is the final week.
0: And I want to just tell everybody because I'm very proud of us. We were huffing and puffing at the first week to do like a 30, 30 second, second run. And now we have run 28 minutes straight like freaking bosses. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my legs don't hurt. <laughs> That's Sometimes. not true. Uh, but we haven't done the 30 minutes. It's the last day. We've yeah. We've got to do it before the end of the week Yeah, or we're failures this week said the achiever. Yeah, this (laughs) week
0: we do 30 minutes straight running and we can totally do it. Yeah, I'm so proud of us. We've stuck to this for eight weeks. That's two months. Can you believe that? No, I'm never this like with working out. I'm never this like
1: committed. I know Shocked. And also if this is episode six, you know what that means? We've been doing this for six weeks. Oh my gosh. We're podcasters. We quitting, y'all. You thought we were going to give up? You thought we were <laughs> going to put out an episode and I'm say- I'm the enthusiast.
0: S- I'm the achiever. Oh, my Screw God. Screw it. We're going to stay on forever. We are
1: marching forward.
0: Okay. So, anyways, yes. We're we're getting healthy. We're loving running together. It's getting us outside. We get to run with our pups. And it's awesome. It's been good. I feel great.
1: Do you feel good? I feel really Good. Good. Also, because when you're at home, you got to figure out a way to stay in shape without going to a virus ridden gym. Oh, my gosh. And I actually
0: my favorite kind of workout is
1: weightlifting. So switching over to cardio is kind of like, ugh. but it's all we could do, really. I know. And obviously, when you're at home, you're just thinking about everywhere else you want to be. Like, I don't know, in Wyoming or at the beach in Menorca, Spain. Especially the enthusiast is thinking about this all the time. Really bad FOMO. (laughs) But you know what? If you're a runner, apparently, you can do that anywhere. So we're just, we're stocking up our... uh, uh, (laughs) Endurance? No, I mean... What? Filling our holster? With what? A, like a weapon for to take with us everywhere. Okay, yes. Hmm, yeah, no, like, out.
0: that's good. Like, we're building up our endurance to be able to go do cool things in other places. Yeah, so that we can Go take, on
1: hikes. We can take it with us and have it everywhere we go. It's a tool we'll always have.
0: Yes. Okay, so we are, today, we're talking about some things out of... Guys, we bring up this book, I feel like almost every episode, but I swear the book, A Simpler Way, by Margaret Wheatley, is well, and it's actually Margaret Wheatley and Myron Kellner Rogers. Haley and I first of all, tell, how we yeah. found this book. Yeah, I was
1: about to say, tell this story.
0: I was in college, I was going to school in Florida, and Haley came to visit me and we went thrift store shopping. And we were looking at books, and we actually found this really, yes. <laughs> really cute. You kid's guys book. may have
1: heard of this.
0: It's a kids' book called "I Like You," and it's adorable. And it's about friendship. And Haley and I wrote a song using all the lyrics. Guess what? It's called using all the lyrics, using all the words as the lyrics. And the song is called "I Like, like You." You. And it's like I like you because when I tell you something special. You know it's special.
1: And you remember it a long, long time. You're welcome. I mean, it's and so... We went on and on. Well, because the words were so cute. I know, and it and really it, got the audience pumped because everybody gets pumped about a best friend. Yes, and the words
0: were like so sweet and simple, but totally spoke to what best friends are. Anyways, that's a total side story.
1: Rabbit sorry, trail. We are rabbit trails. <gasps>
0: okay, so I, we find that book and we're like, oh, it's adorable. We have to buy it and we have to make a song out and of it. We bet- <laughs> and we got British... Haley (laughs) and then Haley found this book a simpler way and I mostly picked it up because I liked the
1: title and the picture on the front
0: yeah and so she got it and we started reading it I think in my dorm room and then you really started reading it after like on your plane ride home and everything and I'm telling you whenever I say every page is chocked full of amazing insights ideas revelations um this is a great book to do like a um a book club with with friends because you have to kind of actually with book club doing it like we did we were starting with our group of friends in quarantine you have to do really small readings because it's too much to cover yeah you could talk about it for hours and hours and hours and hours
1: and Obviously, you think that the way you see it is, you know, the clearest way that you could see it. But then when you talk about it with others and they see it in a whole different perspective, you realize that the short amount of reading that you've done is actually even more complex than you could have imagined on your own. Yeah,
0: like people have way more in-depth perception around what they're what
1: they read even more than you did. So it's it's really... Highly, highly recommended. Read highly on recommended. your own, but probably you should at least have a partner that you're reading it with to bounce these ideas off of and read it slowly.
0: Absolutely, 100%. So we're going to talk about a couple of things in this book. Just to give you a brief overview, it's about... Um, w- one of the topics is about always trying to be the type of person that is becoming the best version of themselves, and then how to be playful with life. So many times life seems so serious that there is a certain formula that you should approach life with, and it really limits people. So we want to kind of talk about these things, about how to become your best self, how to stay playful with life, and have a positive
1: spin on your future. Yes, and... From the title of the book, obviously, you can tell a simpler way, Um, even though we're saying that this book is very dense and complex, really, it's trying to tell you that life wants the best for you, and that we kind of complicate it ourselves. And so when we try to settle in and just go with the flow and be open and be playful then the simplicity is the magic that comes through in life. And that's what we're kind of urging each other to do and our friends to do. And you guys to do. Yeah.
0: And also, it's not even just people, Haley, I don't think, who make life complicated. It's the systems put in place by society and other people around us that make us feel like we have to do things a certain way.
1: I mean... Would you agree? Yes, I feel bogged down just as you said that.
0: Yeah, there's like, there's like a certain way to approach things in any way, in anything you can think of on how to buy a house on how to uh, whatever next step in life is going to be. There's kind of a direction things are pointing you towards. And if you choose something different, it's very
1: against the grain, especially, and I don't mean to seclude our country, but the American dream has placed all of us into a very narrow-minded, tunnel-visioned plan for our lives. And I think that it makes us fearful of being open to the future and stepping out and taking any risks and and admitting that I'm unsure and I'm still learning. And to play devil's advocate with what you just said, too, also,
0: having the opportunity to have the American dream allows you to be playful if you want to be.
1: Right. It's it's kind of how you perceive the opportunity. Interesting. That's very interesting.
0: You know what I'm saying? Because you can go live other places too, and I'm not talking about all places, but I'm saying there's other places in the world where you do not have the ability to be
1: as playful because the opportunity isn't there. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yes. It's interesting that it, it sounds like We have this opportunity to be playful, and then that ends up turning into something that kind of constrains us.
0: Yeah, well, because I even remember this past summer, we went to Spain, and we saw some really good friends there who had been living in, they're from Spain, but they were living here in Texas for like a three-year work program. And we were visiting, they're back in Spain, and we were visiting them, and I remember the the woman she was like Amanda how's your floral business going and I was like great and you know all the stuff and she said it's so cool that you have the opportunity and it's so easy for you to pursue that in America she was like it's kind of something that you have not just the ability but you have the market for or she was like I don't really feel like it's possible to do that here which I love Spain I want to move to Spain mm-hmm. I. You know, and, and, and I glorify it. Like, I think it's so amazing. But mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting to hear her perspective on even that. Totally.
1: Um, <laughs> Haley's yes. face looks, her mind looks a little blown right now. I'm shocked. Well, it is because, I mean, as said many times in the previous episode, there is a flip side to every coin, a another edge to every sword. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I liked that metaphor better. You know, I think that actually that kind of calls us forward yeah. to be like, hey, we live in a country of opportunity and let's not live so constrained and fearful, but rather let's approach life as simple and be open, open and playful and try new things. and Because we have the opportunity to. Yes.
0: Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like, with anything, I mean, you can kind of approach anything where you are tiptoeing around maybe what other people think you should do in any situation, right? But if you allow yourself to take a different path, to open up to something new, to try something different or approach something differently, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's changing the game rules, right? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive into this first. I think you heard us talk about this saying becoming becoming
1: and I think the episode with Ali the, K the second episode or with Kelly actually because we were talking about how she is still evolving even as yeah. a 60 year old woman. She's you know, pursuing all kinds of things and trying the next thing that's intriguing her and continuing to grow. And that's kind of the, that's kind of our slogan behind what we're doing also is that we're not really at a destination. We're all just changing and growing all the time. Right. So
0: we, we want to kind of explain what becoming becoming means. So Haley, will you, we're going to, we're pulling straight from this book that we love simpler way. And Haley, will you read for us? Oh, you're looking at me scared. Will you read for me the quote about Why are you looking at me like that? Because
1: the quote is do you want me to read the becoming becoming quote? No, the one about about being clear but curious. Uh, okay. So again, get the book a simpler way. It's like threaded all throughout the book. It's so powerful. But we think that this concept of becoming, becoming is very interesting because we're just always growing and changing. And be- But we're not, you're not really, this is what we're trying to talk about. It's hard stuff to talk about. You're not necessarily growing into someone that's not yourself. It's just changing all the time. Right. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about growing into the person and and self that you are always called to be the best version of yourself and trying to stay in tune with what resonates with the deepest parts of you and going forward and exploring those and that
0: takes change sometimes and it ch- it, it it takes making certain decisions and it takes awareness because it's not just going to happen you can move away from who you are and that's scary
1: and right. it, and it can be uncomfortable and most people don't do it and most people don't realize when it happens though also true okay there's a we're going to just I have r- goosebumps i know this <laughs> is very powerful and If you're listening, thank you for listening and send us a message or an an email or anything and tell us what you're thinking about what we're saying just to... Yeah, I would like to be
0: encouraged about this. If this is something y'all are as our audience are interested in, because it's something that we think
1: about a lot. So Haley, why don't you read the quote for us? Okay, so... In this chapter, it's kind of talking about that there are selves and organizations that they've just kind of decided who they are and they've stuck with it and they won't change and they've become very rigid and it fails and kind of dies. But the quote says, There are other organizations with identities that are clear but curious. They explore the world by understanding who they are But inquiring about who else they might be. So that seems like a pretty (laughs) tense quote to me. Let's take a minute.
0: Because here's the thing is you're born into a family, not of your choosing, right? And ideals... And perception on the world and everything are kind of not, it's the word forced, isn't it? It's just kind of, it, if it's what you're around, it becomes part of
1: what you're thinking. It's your culture, it's your civilization. It, yeah, it becomes it's a part of you. all these
0: elements, yeah. So all of these things are kind of coming around you and helping push you towards an identity too, right? Correct. And then the more you become independent and in, in exploring the world beyond that circle bubble that you grew up in you're kind of al- trying to align with the inner you
1: correct and so that's so weird also that's a whole this why is a whole there an other, inner you? yeah there's a this is a whole nother conversation I feel like we could have on another podcast well yeah but, because I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. What is that that you're I don't know if you're born with it? Well, and we talked wh- about
0: this with our girlfriends yes. in the in the group chat because one thing that so my siblings are all older than me, they have children, and something that they've said, my parents have said, and and honestly, every one of my friends who have children and we even the group of
1: girls in our Yes, they were just saying it
0: reading. It's so interesting when you have children that You see things in them, even as young babies, that are uniquely, truly them. And you think, like my brother said this too, you think you are going to, as a parent, raise and shape these kids to be a certain person in the world with your ideals or whatever, but this kid, kid is its own person and it's come out of the womb its own person and all you're there to do is foster who it is which is
1: strange I mean totally insane also last (laughs) Amanda's goosebumps goosebumps, which is common um Haley (laughs) do not undermine it's also telling it's telling of the truth um Also, we mentioned last episode about um, the book, Find Your Why or Start With Why by Simon Sinek. He has a whole um, series on this. Well, guess what? When you're trying to find your ultimate why and purpose in life, guess what he asks you to do? Mm -hmm. To come up with your earliest memory, first memories of what stuck in your brain about what you remember, about what changed you, what excited you and those are the things that never change and they're there from the beginning it, it's
0: so strange because you like i don't know when you d- when you've never thought about this before i guess in my mind i had thought you you come out a blank canvas and you are too, sh- <laughs> and you're shaped and formed kind of by your experiences and the yeah. people around you and you are shaped and formed by that but there is an inner you that, that is resonates. born I, it makes me feel weird even talking about it because I feel... Amanda
1: just passed out. Haley. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it make you feel kind of weird to think about it like that? Well, if I'm being honest, it makes me think that there is some sort of higher power. Yeah. Which, which is a n- whole nother
0: podcast. Which we're not going to go into that. But the point is, is that there is some personal identity that, especially once you leave the bubble of your upbringing... You are exploring the world and you're seeing what resonates with that personal
1: self and your inner self. And And go ahead. Go ahead. You can either move out into the world being adaptable or not. And I think that there are two kinds of people in the world. And I think that there's a person that is like, this is where I'm from. This, this is, is what I, I think. Am. This is how I am. This is how my mom, my grandmother, my grandfather, my my cousins, blah blah blah, and and honestly, I'm not saying that's good or bad either. Yeah, I mean because it can work, mm-hmm. but there's also a kind of person that something from the outside taps into you and makes you clear but curious, very curious, and I would say the positive about
0: that is when you open yourself up to new people and new ideas you are allowing yourself to almost have a filtration system with that inner you right like yes, how does this how does this resonate with me and here's the, here's another thing i want to say i got
1: a whole bunch of stuff i want to say <laughs>
0: i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying what i want to say about this is you just said there's two kinds of people in the world okay and you you went through that and then i'm going to say okay, maybe you're a person who is curious, but you're not clear. Ooh, preach. What? (laughs) But because what I mean by that is if you aren't really sure about that inner you, but you're curious and you start exploring these other things around you, you are liable to let Other outside influences start to shape you and make you not really close to that inner you. But since you're not clear on that inner you, you start becoming another weird version
1: of yourself. And that feels very unhappy. Right. Because you don't have any sort of like anchor, you know, of peace or identity even because change. Again, this quote says. You start to explore the world by understanding who you are, but inquiring about who else you might be, not by completely changing what you know and what resonates with you. I mean,
0: but becoming that version of yourself that's
1: like fully resonating with you. Yes. And this we talked about with Allie K, which we were saying, no, nobody will be open to change unless we think that change makes us who I'm sorry. Makes us more of of who who we are. We are. Yes. Um, And so obviously life would be extremely boring, I think, if we just popped out of the womb and we were, you know, the epitome and the best
0: version of ourselves.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: So. Go ahead. Well, so I think the takeaway from this is I think it's important to fine tune or I guess the the phrase I'm trying to say is get a sense of connection to your inner self to be able to stay curious with others but making sure those
1: new experiences those new people align and make you more of who you are. Yes because I feel like others and other people's experiences and thoughts they can kind of unlock new parts of you. I think that maybe you could be 100% your true self, but you just don't reach a certain maybe capacity. And it's because you haven't explored or been open or haven't changed. It's not that you're not being yourself. You'd maybe just decided not to unlock a whole bunch of parts of yourself. And we talked yeah. about this with the Fortunas, because they're so open to such diversity and new experiences. Yes. And it's, it's not that we're trying to be different people. It's that new experiences unlock new levels of yourself, That's who you are, and it's beautiful. Totally. And
0: and and I think honestly, um. So I I teach ninth grade English as well. I own my own floral business, and I also teach ninth grade English. And so I I see a lot of young people, and then also. Just people in general that we interact with, I find a lot of um, a lot of people who are dealing with kind of an unsettledness and unhappiness um, with life, maybe an unsatisfaction, and and I kind of think as we're speaking about this, even more, it's because many things I'm sure, but one of the things could be that not having a clear understanding of who you are and and going towards that path of finding more of what you are and unlocking, like you were just saying, unlocking more of who you are with new experiences, you're conforming to other people and what other people think life is, what is good in life, what is the right way to do life. And you are going down that other person maybe a large mass group of people's path and it's not fitting you. And if you're finding like if this resonates with you in any way as you're listening, if you're finding that that's true about you, like you're going down a path and it's like a path because you think it is the right way to live life. You need to have some serious reflection on what is your interests what what are the things that bring you joy what sparks you what lights a fire under your ass what makes you get up in the morning and feel something like feel something because that's the direction you need to head I don't care if it doesn't have a 401k I don't care if it doesn't have here she goes I'm just saying I don't care if it doesn't have whatever anyone else thinks it needs to have if it's Aligning with your inner self, listen to it. Think about it. Experience it.
1: Well, and the only way you're going to know if there's something else that sparks that joy more than what you're already doing is Try if something you're different. open yep. to someone else, some other culture, some...
0: Or not even take it, some
1: other experience. Yes, I mean... Yeah, anything I I, my life also changed when I met this small group of Spaniards. Mm -hmm. When I took my first teaching job 10 years ago, I was um, I mean, I don't need to get in a ton of details, but I was extremely into church and reading the Bible all the time. And I. I don't think that's bad at all. Mm-mm. I learned a lot about my moral compass from that, how to be a good friend, how to treat others. And when I met this group of Spaniards, they clicked with some inner self for me. That, about kind of attaining the good life feeling. Yes. And you know Which what? Which is very Spanish. <laughs> they weren't reading the Bible or going to church. And they thought that that was weird that I was doing that. I was open to them, and they were open to me. And you both brought something new to each other's lives. Yes, and it unlocked this unbelievable side of me that I cannot imagine living life without anymore. Yeah. I mean,
0: Haley's like a travel freak. She's now been every every year, except for this year with COVID. She travels every year because. They unlocked something in her to explore different cultures. And and exactly
1: what you're saying about living the good life, not living this life of like guilt and restriction and like just trying things and being open and squeezing the juice out of life. But you know what? I'm still the same person that I was when I was 15 and i'm still the same person that was reading my bible in the car when they would come pick me up you know maybe i don't have all the same actions but yeah i mean for god's sake i you and i became best friends when we were
0: teeny boppers and we're still best friends in our 30s and it's because we're the same people but we've fallen into more of who we are as people becoming becoming becoming
1: Okay, we're going to take a quick break and hear from this week's sponsors, Core and Teeny, our new quarantine home workout. Are you stuck at home, having trouble choosing between your workout or having a happy hour? Ugh. Well, I'm Regina Sippens, and I've come up with a new workout for your quarantine. It's called Core and Teeny, and now you can have your core and your teeny. <sighs> I'll send you everything you need for the quarantine workout right to your doorstep. In your box, you'll find your quarantine DVD, you'll find your olives and your glass, and your shaker. You'll also find the Alki Hall. Finally, you'll get your DVD player because I know y'all don't have one. Five, six, seven, eight, and core, and core, and core, and teeny, teeny, teeny. All right everybody it's time for the cool-down now make your way down to your mat and whatever's left in your martini just throw it on yourself. You're cool! Quarantinis your new quarantine workout go online and get it today.
0: Quarantinis it may not give you a core that's teeny but it will help you finish all of your martinis.
1: Okay, what the heck? You can drink and work out? I mean, you can, but- It didn't look like the right move. You you might not get
0: in shape. And if you want to talk about, know what we're talking about when we say it doesn't look like the right move, (laughs) you need to go to our Instagram and watch (laughs) the commercial at Haley and Amanda. Oh my gosh. Quarantini for your quarantine. Let me tell you. All right, let's get back to our episode. So, now that we kind of define becoming becoming, let's talk about about being being more playful with life. We kind well, because
1: of because the reason why people don't i think well, and I'm not talking about other people, I'm talking about myself. reasons why we don't want to change and be open and try new things is because we're scared we're scared that some mm-hmm. sort of Harm will come to us or we won't succeed or someone won't accept us or we'll lose time. Yeah. Okay. So another, another quote in this book that
0: really, honestly, it's been, look at, look at the time, Haley. Oh my God. We've been talking so long about the first thing. Let's wrap it up. No, I'm just saying this next topic that we want to talk about, I feel like I could talk about it forever and ever. So let's, let's touch on it. If we don't fully get to it, we can do a second part of this podcast. So, read this
1: episode on kind of the playful aspect of life. So, um, this quote is talking about how, you know, this fear that I just mentioned and how we should be living life more playful. Um, It starts with, when did opportunities begin to feel so limited? Mm. How did we come to believe in, quote, windows of opportunities? Rare openings that suddenly snap shut. When did we become so unforgiving and so punishing of one another's explorations? Experimentation doesn't use up possibilities. It creates more. Oh my gosh. Now, I think this speaks to a lot
0: of people because I think a common human feeling, because I feel this a lot, is... Well, now I'm too old to do this or I'm going to miss my opportunity or if I don't do this now, I'll never be able to do this. If I have kids, I'll never be able to do this. If I once I get married, I'm never going to be able to do this. If I get this job, then I got to give up this. (laughs) Oh, my God. But is
1: that not an inner thought process? Oh, my God. Well, you were doing my inner thought because I'm FOMO. Totally. I'm seven.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're a type seven for sure. But the, the interesting part that this book is saying is like, yo. You can't lose your window of opportunity cause there ain't no window of opportunity. The more you experiment, the more opportunity you have. And I think that's why people resonate so much with quotes that are like, or not quotes, but facts that are like, Julia Childs didn't become Julia Childs, the French chef until she was in her fifties. Or Lucille Ball. It's like, oh, thank God. Lucille Ball didn't start the, I love Lucy social. She was 40 years old. I heard that the other day I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> But the truth is, is that truly we're like, oh, my God, if we don't accomplish this by this time or if I'm not here in life at this time and I haven't accomplished this or I'm not doing this, I have failed like I've missed it. Now I'm going to have to just like do make do with what I got. That could be no further from the truth.
1: And it's such a pessimistic, scared, fearful, negative spin on life. Yes. It it's yeah. when you speak that way and I'm not saying you, I'm saying me too. Totally. When we speak that way, we are speaking out that we do not trust our future that it Mm-mm. will be good. We don't trust If you believe in a higher power, you don't trust that. Um, You don't trust your ability as an individual to grow and become. And you don't you don't trust that when you try things and whenever you experiment and put yourself out there, that it will be rewarded with goodness and and favor and new opportunity. And that just like you just said, it's so far from the truth.
0: Right. And and I think so one of my favorite quotes that has stuck with me for a really long time is from one of our friends in Spain, uh, Lucia. Lucia Diaz, we love you. (laughs) And something that she said, she didn't even say it to me. She said it to you and you told me.
1: And because you know what? I was talking to her with a real FOMO, which, by the way, if you don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. And the quote that Lucia told her was life is
0: long and you have time to experience everything you want and, and
1: uh, because what most people say all the time the famous life quote is, so is short. life is short you eat, de- eat dessert first <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I just I feel like and and it's hard to not have that perspective you know it's hard because life does feel very short in a lot of ways but the truth is and also It's very precarious life. You don't know how much time you really have because I get that part of it too. But accidents aside and everything, I do think it's a better way to look at life. If you think of it like life is long
1: because you're living in a trustworthy, positive manner Yes, and
0: you can play, if you do not meet the standard of being at this job by this age, making this much money to have your family with a kid. What, and guys, I'm preaching to the freaking choir right now.
1: Heyo, I'm the choir, and I'm the choir because I'm the choir. <laughs>
0: Because it's so easy to get in this mindset of what you need to have by a certain place and time. And the truth is, is that I don't know who made the rules, but you can make your own rules too. Because the rules don't exist. Correct. So something, so the the quote in this book and what we're trying to say is that if you trust your future is good, it means that... (laughs) and you don't believe that you could lose your window of opportunity, it means that you can try and fail and it's okay. And you can play and experiment and more opportunity will come. That's right. And I think even from a personal experience, I remember straight out of college, my first job I was working as an assistant and secretary in a design build firm. Um, And I was thinking about going into interior design, but I was just so unsatisfied with this direction and I remember telling Haley we were roommates. I was like, I just don't know. I, I I really don't see myself doing this. I don't really like it. And she said, well, like play around with stuff you like in your free time. And so I started volunteering at a local florist shop and I didn't, the, the owner didn't pay me and I was fine with that. And I came in every weekend or day off that I had to go and play learn, experiment. And you know what I got? A freaking trade where I started my own business from. So the, the truth is, is I would have never, I would like right now I own a floral design company and I would never own it if I would have never played. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it's important to realize that even if you feel stuck in something that you're in right now, You can choose how you spend your time outside of that thing and experiment and play and be open to what life has to offer you and the things that excite you and interest you.
1: Yeah, and honestly, it really what it it feels like to me when we're talking about it is like, Jesus, let's take the pressure off Mm -hmm. of figuring everything out about our whole lives on the first freaking try. I mean, we're humans. Yeah. Like, We're becoming whatever we're becoming. We're even with your relationships. Like, I'm not saying go, you know, with a whole bunch of people, but like, even your friendships. Like, Mm -hmm. you meet somebody, don't just shut them off. Like, be playful. What's the worst that can happen? Maybe they add something amazing to your life. Yeah, maybe they. Maybe you needed whatever was so different about them and what's so different about you. Maybe it elevates both of you to some new place. You're terrified of traveling? Just try it. And you know what? What's the worst that can happen? Or, you know, take a class. I. I don't know. I mean, it takes the pressure off. If you change your mindset from this opportunity is going to use up all of this time and like I'll run out and I might fail and it'll just be a waste if you flip it to you know I'm just gonna learn something new about myself whether I learn that I don't like this thing or whether I learn that this really resonates with me and right now specifically that I mean I know everywhere kind of
0: quarantine is on a bunch of different levels. Some people are still saying quarantine, like Kaylee and I. Some people are out in the world, hopefully wearing masks. Some people are, you know, having to go back to work, whatever. Wherever you're at, it's kind of a strange time. And guess what? You're kind of at a place where if you wanted to explore something different and think about something differently give some meditation about who you are and that inner you, Um, try a different class on like Skillshare or, you know, something that interests you, you're kind of given the opportunity right now to play a little bit, even though it feels like maybe this is a really restrictive time. Maybe you could spin it to be a really playful time where you get to try
1: things you wouldn't have tried before. So I I just want to I know we're trying to wrap up, but I just want to finish off this conversation with the quote that's right before the one I read. Mm -hmm. Um, And it says life often feels like a series of tests presented to us by hostile teachers, (laughs) but this isn't true. Life isn't concealing solutions to problems. We're not being tested to see if we get the right answer. Instead, life is exploring to see what works to experience the pleasure of the unexpected and the unique. Oh my gosh. That that takes the pressure off. Yes, just explore.
0: I mean, there's no solution. That life does not have a solution for you that you're waiting to uncover. It wants you to figure out your yeah. own solution. Someone
1: else doesn't have
0: your solution for you. Okay, guys. All right. This was really I I loved this episode and I really hope you guys took something out of it can can look inside yourselves try to align with that inner you also we recommend buying the book
1: um, it's a deep read but totally worth it and I, we want to hear from you too and again the reason why we started this podcast is because we really believe in kind of the paradox of holding joy and playfulness and humor at the same time as you know being true to your inner self and growing and becoming your best self these aren't so different no they're not they actually
0: go hand in hand and I think that these serious conversations are necessary but they also have to be so serious I heard that so thank you guys for listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast and we're really hoping that you live party Follow us on Instagram at Haley and Amanda and let us know what you think of this episode. We might do a part two. Let us know what you think.